Hello, I'm Erica LaCasse, and this is a Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today we'll be talking about not letting our light go out. Stick around for some hope healing and maybe even some laughs. Welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today is the 19th of December, 2022, and it's also the first day of Hanukkah. Last night was the first official night starting out of Hanukkah, very much like in uh, traditionally Hebrew calendar. They actually start their days starting at sunset, and that is exactly what we do for Hanukkah. And my family and I had a very nice time. We were able to light the candles and we do pass around one present for each family member. And we did it rather early because we had a couple kids who actually had to, went to a quinceanera for a friend of theirs at school and another daughter went to work. So unfortunately we didn't get to spend all night with them, but I know that this upcoming week we will be as soon as they are done with school on Tuesday. So. The tour portion for this week is called Mech'etz, which means at the end. You'll find it in chapters Genesis chapter 41, verses 1 to chapter 44, verse 17. It's the continuation of last week's portion, which had to do with the story of Joseph, which if you've heard my podcast for any length of time, you know is probably one of my very favorite people of the Bible. Then you have the half tour portion, which is Zechariah chapter 2, verses 14 to chapter 4, verse 7. And then you have John chapter 10, verses 22 to 28, which is perfect because it literally talks about Yeshua being at the temple, celebrating Hanukkah. Now, in my Bible, it actually says Hanukkah. And in other Bibles, I believe it says Feast of Dedication. But either way, that's exactly what it is. And for those of you who have never lit the candles on a Hanukkah lampstand, you should try doing it this year. Yeshua Messiah did all the feasts of the Lord and Hanukkah as well. And actually this year I'm going to, and I've done a little excerpts of it before, but I'm actually going to literally go over what my family does every single night and hopefully give you guys some inspiration. If you have a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen, you can write down these different things. So For us, the most important thing is lighting the candles. Why? Because each candle represents something. And the most important candle is the one right at the center. We call that the shamash, the servant candle. This candle represents Yeshua. And on the first night, we say a blessing. We say, blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has granted us life and sustained us and permitted us to reach this season. And then my husband says it in Hebrew, because when I tried to last night, my children laughed at me. So that's how well I clearly did when it came to that. The other thing I actually did is is also, if you go to Wilbur Ministries on Facebook, for those of you who are familiar with Paul Wilbur, he is a messianic singer. He has been in this industry for a long time, starting, I believe the late seventies. And he wrote something very nice, but it also for this is, this is what it says. It says one of my favorite holidays, festival of dedication or Hanukkah. We have set up something for you to do each night with your family and friends for eight nights. This is day one. You will gather around the table, light the Hanukkah menorah for one night, day one, and say the following blessing. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God. You are the king of the universe who sanctified us with your word and has brought us to this joyous celebration. 
And then they have a little fun animation you can watch with your family. So it's just a really nice thing that you could do with your family. So if that's something you're interested in, I would check out Wilbur Ministries on Facebook. Even just look up Paul Wilbur and you should be able to find that. Now, what we do is each time we name one of the candles is when we light them. So the Shamash, the Shamash candle, the servant candle, we light. And as we light it, light it, I say this. I say Messiah Yeshua stated in Mark 10, 44 to 45. So there's a correlation that goes right back to the Bible of what it is that we're talking about and what this candle represents. It says, whoever wishes to be first among you shall be the servant of all. For even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Then, like we did last night, we light the first candle, which is Genesis chapter one, verses three to four. It describes the creation of the first light. So it does it in order. So God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. Very simple. Even a young child can sit through that, right? So then we go on to the second candle. Exodus chapter 13, 21 to 22 reveals that God is the source of Israel's light. And the Lord was going before them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead them on the way and in a pillar of fire by night to give them light that they might travel by day and by night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The third candle says King David reminds us that God himself is the source of our own individual light. Psalm 27 one says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? Psalm 18.28 For you light my lamp. The Lord my God illuminates my darkness. So, and, and I think it's also important here that you can obviously expand this. So you can actually talk about those different verses and what they mean and what that represents in our lives today. The fourth candle is Psalm 119 verse 105 and Psalm 119, verse 130. They describe the light that comes from God's word. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The fifth candle says that Messiah Yeshua is the greatest light of all. John chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. John 8, verse 12. As Messiah Yeshua was in the temple in Jerusalem watching the illuminating lights, he declared, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in the darkness, but shall have the light of life. I mean, how much more can you expand upon that? that that's like a whole, whole lesson right there. Then you have Luke chapter 2, verses 30 to 32. Aged Simeon was promised by the Lord that he would not die until he saw Israel's Messiah. When he saw Yeshua as an infant in the temple, he knew that this one was the light of Israel and the nations. Simeon declared, My eye have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And the last one for the fifth candle is 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. For God who said light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Messiah. 
And when there are a lot of different verses here, obviously you don't have to read all of them. With my kids, they're teenagers. They can definitely sit through me reading all of them. The sixth candle. After we come to know Messiah, we are to be a source of light for the world. King Messiah tells us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do men light a lamp and put it under the peck measure, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The seventh candle. We read Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 through 3. Because the prophet Isaiah speaks of the future glory of a restored Israel. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. The eighth candle. Revelations chapter 21 verses 22 to 27 give us a description of our glorious eternal dwelling place in the new Jerusalem. And I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun or of the moon to shine upon it, for the glory of God has illuminated it, and its lamp is the Lamb. And the nations shall walk by its light, and the kings of the earth shall bring their glory in it. And in the daytime, for there shall be no night there, its gates shall never be closed. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. And nothing unclean, and no one who practices abomination and lying shall ever come into it, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And that's what I've done with our children for, goodness, I don't know, maybe 10 years now, I think. And I'm looking at my clock because I, you know, it lets me know how far I have to go. And I, I'm, I'm at less than 10 minutes. Less than 10 minutes right there, and I'm pretty sure maybe eight minutes of it was me reading this. So that gives you a good idea of like, you know, how much your children can answer. Now, I will also say that every single day that we light a new candle, obviously you're relighting, at least we do, we relight like the first candle and the second candle for on the third candle. And we re-say, like say again, okay, first candle, this is what it represents. And the second candle, this is what this is represents. So you know, that just kind of to give you an idea of what we do. Now, when we do it at our, we have a little Hanukkah party and we will be having a Hanukkah party at our congregation this Saturday. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We say a blessing before we place the shamash. And then we also place the candles in case you did not know this right to left. So just like in English, we reread left to right. Well, in Hebrew, you read right to left. So it only makes sense for you to do the same thing with the candles. And they light the, 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 the shamash, the servant candle. And they have a whole nother thing. And it's really nice because they also have some songs that we sing. And I really appreciate it because I don't know most of them, honestly. And so it's really nice to have the older generation sing these different songs because I don't, you know, I never would have known them. Like there's actually one called, um, what is it called? Meaz Zor, which is actually means rock of ages. And it says over 2000 years ago, Jews lived in the land of Judea now called Israel, which was ruled by Kings from other lands. When the Syrian King 
Antiochus came to rule Judea as part of the Greek Empire, he ordered Jews to give up their religion and follow the Greek religion instead. Some Jews obeyed the king, but many others did not. These brave men, women, and children refused to give up what they believed to be right. What heroes they were. This song praises God for the strength and courage the Holy One gave us when faced with those who wished to destroy us. The singing of the song traditionally closes the candle lighting ceremony. And it's cool because it's it's obviously in Hebrew, but I love, this is something that our congregation does, and I really, I, I wish all congregations did it. They not only sing it in Hebrew, but then they also have the translation, so they can let us know what it is. So in English, it says, Rock of Ages, let our song praise thy saving power. Thou amidst the raging foes, waste our sheltering tower. Furious they assailed us, but thine arm availed us, and thy word broke their sword when our own strength failed us. Children of the martyred race, whether free or fettered, wake the echoes of our song where you may be scattered. Yours a message cheering that the time is nearing, which will see all people free, tyrants disappearing. And it's funny because um, you know how much I love music, obviously. If you know me at all, you know <laughs> you know how much I like music, obviously. Uh, my daughter's names are Harmony and Melody. But if you notice, the title of my podcast is Light One don't let the light go out, I should say. And it's actually by a song that I used to absolutely love growing up that I think is, that is the title of the song by Peter, Paul, and Mary. And for those of you who do not know, they're like a folk group, uh, music group that my parents really enjoyed listening to. And so, of course, I did too growing up. We listened to a lot of things. It was a very eclectic upbringing when it came to music. And I never understood that it was actually about Hanukkah until I became Messianic. And I did know like, you know, Peter, Paul, and Mary, I think Mary was an atheist or an agnostic and either Peter or Paul, I think Paul was Jewish and Peter was a Christian. I, I'm not hundred percent sure on that. It could be the other way around, but it was always very interesting because they would sing, you know, Christmas songs, but then they would also throw in some Hanukkah songs and it was just really nice. And this was one of those songs. And if you have not heard it, it's actually a really powerful song. I think it's called Don't Let the Light Go Out or Light One Candle. But it's such a beautiful description of the trials that the Jewish people went through. And I think it's a really good reminder for us when we celebrate Hanukkah that it's not about presents at all. Just like, you know, people at Christmas, you know, this isn't about, you know, Santa. But the reality is it's really not about presents at all. It's about rededicating our lives to Adonai but also reminding ourselves that we are the light of the world. Because if we have Yeshua in us, then we are to reflect his light in our life. And this, this, this time every year is a really good time to reflect upon that and to remember why it is that we do what we do. And this is actually going to be one of my shorter podcasts because I'm getting ready to spend more time with my family this week. I'm so excited. Our renovations, at least for our flooring portion of our house, is almost complete. The only thing we have left to do is the stairs that go up to the garage and my husband and I's bedroom and bathroom. So we have been slowly but surely moving all of our knickknacks out of our room so that we can at least move the furniture out of the way so that our man who's doing the flooring can take care of that. But once he is done and prayerfully, he'll be done hopefully by Wednesday or Thursday. 
we'll be able to move on to our next portion of our renovations, which is next week. So just keep praying for us that we can stay sane during that time because it can be very stressful dealing with that. Having somebody in your home, you don't feel like you can necessarily relax as much as you you wish you could. So um, he's a really great guy. The guy who comes in, he's a believer. So praise the Lord for that. But it can be very stressful, even without it being this time of year. I know for a lot of you that this time of year is always very stressful, be it because you're missing loved ones or you don't necessarily have great memories of Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is. But I would encourage you to remember what it's about. It's about Yeshua. Hanukkah is about Yeshua and us choosing to rededicate our lives every single year to his plan and purpose for our life. Now, as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the Aaronic benediction. And I'm going to take a pause because my husband told me I should not simply jump into it. So I will sing it and then I will go ahead and speak it over you. Yivareka Kadonai Varish Mareka Yahadonai Panavaleka Vehuneka Yisadonai Panavaleka Vehasinleka Shalom. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua Sashalom in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. May you have a fantastic Hanukkah. Love those around you. And remember, even if there are people around you who don't celebrate Hanukkah, we are still to love them as well. Love your neighbor as yourself, right? Because I know I'm not the only one who has family members who do not celebrate Hanukkah. We still love them anyways, and I still buy them Hanukkah gifts. To let them know that they are loved and that we're thinking of them. So may you all have a blessed week. Love your family. Love your friends. And hopefully you'll be tuning in again next week. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com Or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com That's E as in Echo, L as in Lemur, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, M as in Mike the number three at protonmail.com. Also feel free to leave me a one minute voicemail message at anchor.fm forward slash Erica LaCasse. There's a button on my Anchor website that says leave a voicemail. Thank you so much. And remember to leave all messages short and sweet and to the point. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you.